The message for today is taken from our gospel reading in just a, just a verse and a half from our text for today. Jesus had asked Simon the Pharisee, Now which of them will love him more? And Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. If you bow your heads with me in prayer. Heavenly Father, you have pursued us with your grace. You have captured us with your love. You've redeemed us with your mercy. May we never forget the price that you paid. That it is through the blood of Jesus Christ that we have now been made yours, both now and forever. We pray it in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Les Mis is a French historical novel by Victor Hugo, first published in 1862. It's considered one of the greatest novels in the 19th century. It's been popularized and adapted for film, for television, for the stage, and even made into a musical. The story takes place in France in between 1815 and 1832. And the story begins with the main character, Jean Valjean, who is ending a 19-year prison sentence because he stole a loaf of bread for his sister's children who were starving. And upon his release, he goes on to, pay, he goes on to parole and he's given a yellow ticket of leave. He has to show that yellow ticket wherever he goes. And so because people realize that he's an ex-convict, no one wants anything to do with him. He can't find a job. He can't make a decent wage. He can find no lodging. Only a priest offers him food and a room to spend the night. But discontent with life, he thinks he has no other options, and so he decides to steal from the priest the silver that was there before him when he had a meal. And we're going to watch a clip from the movie about how his life is changed because of God's grace. I don't want to hear anything more about it. 
I'm sorry to disturb you. You caught him. But I had my eye on this man. Oh, and... thank God. I'm very angry with you, Jean Valjean. What happened to your eye, Monseigneur? Didn't he tell you he was our guest last night? Oh, yes. After we searched his knapsack and found all this silver, he claimed <laughs> that you gave it to him. Yes. Of course I gave him the silverware. But why didn't you take the candlesticks? That was very foolish. Madame Gillot, fetch the silver candlesticks. They're worth at least 2,000 francs. Why did you leave them? Hurry. Monsieur Valjean has to get going. He's lost a lot of time. Did you forget to take them? Are you saying he told us the truth? Of course. Thank you for bringing him back. I'm very relieved. Release him. You're really letting me go? Didn't you understand the bishop? Madame Gillot, offer these men some wine. They must be thirsty. Thank you. forget. Don't ever forget. You've promised to become a new man. Promise? Why are you doing this? Jean Valjean, my brother, you no longer belong to evil. With this silver, I bought your soul. I've ransomed you from fear and hatred. And now I give you back to God. Don't forget, don't ever forget, you promised to become a new man. Jean Valjean, my brother, you no longer belong to evil. With this silver, I bought your soul. I have redeemed you, have ransomed you from fear and hatred. And now I give you back to God. A soul redeemed for good. To redeem someone is a powerful action. You buy them back from death to life to give them hope and a future. You cleanse their heart, forgive their sins, and make them new. You also have been redeemed, purchased by the blood of Christ, to live a new life and to love those around you. And that's the theme of today's message, redeemed to live and to love. In our gospel reading for today, we find our Lord Jesus being given an invitation to a banquet, to a dinner. I look back through the life of Christ, I don't think he ever denied a request to come and to eat with someone, whether it be an individual or a family or someone else. We hear about him going to the wedding of Cana where a feast was, took place. We hear him about as he went with the invitation of Levi to come to his house and have a meal. Jesus himself invited himself 
to Zacchaeus' home when he said, I must stay at your house today. And a celebration took place. He even had a reputation with the kind of people that he would eat with, tax collectors and sinners. In view of this, it's no surprise that Jesus accepted the invitation that was given to him. It's probably a little more surprising that the invitation was given at all by the Pharisee, and I couldn't help but ask myself, why? Why did he give the invitation? Because he wanted to find out who this person really was? Did he wanted to find some way to criticize Jesus? We're not told in the text. But while Jesus was there at Simon's house, we're also introduced to a woman who had a sinful life. Tradition tells us it was Mary Magdalene, but the scripture never tells us. There was a, a tradition of a, of a priest long ago that connected this person with the life of Mary Magdalene, but we don't know for sure. Scripture doesn't tell us. But what we do know is that this woman stood in Simon's home behind Jesus wetting his feet with her tears, drying them with her hair, and then pouring perfume on his feet. And when the Pharisee saw this, he was offended. Offended. He thought if Jesus was who people said he was, if he was a prophet, he would know what kind of woman she was, that she was a sinner. And Jesus, who knew what Simon was thinking, tells the parable for today. Two men owed money to a money lender. One owed him ten times the amount as the other. Neither could repay. And so an act of grace and kindness, the money lender forgave both debts. Simon understood that the man with the greater debt would love the money lender more. And then Jesus applies the parable to the situation at hand. He said, the Pharisee who showed no love for Jesus, but there was a woman who demonstrated great love for Jesus. Because of washing his feet, drying them with her hair, pouring costly perfume, probably the most expensive thing that she owned on the feet of her Lord. Some may think that this woman was forgiven because she showed great love to Jesus. But Jesus, with the parable that he told us, tells us it's the other way around. First, the debt was canceled. And the result then was love for the money lender. First, this woman was forgiven her many sins. And for that reason, she showed love, great love to our Lord Jesus Christ. And then in order to reassure this woman, Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. Again, those who are at the table questioned what Jesus said. Who can forgive sins, knowing that only God is the one who can forgive sins? But Jesus encouraged and reassured her once more by saying, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Go in peace. A life redeemed to live and love. Here's another redemption story, one a little closer to home, one that took place 
in 2000. A man by the name of Michael Anderson was arrested for holding up a Burger King with a gun. He was sentenced to 13 years in prison. He was released on bail, told to wait until orders were given him, telling him when and where to show up. Those orders never came. A clerical person made an error. And so Anderson was never put in prison. But instead of using his freedom for another crime, his life was changed. Anderson started his own construction business. He hired people to join him. He became a coach on a football team. He began to attend the local church and he began to volunteer. He was married and he and his wife had three children. He became a well-liked and respected member of the community. But after 13 years, the heir was found out. And he was put in prison. Those who knew him started a petition, not just locally, but it went internationally. There were more than 35,000 signatures asking the court to review the case, which they did. And after just 10 minutes, the judge says, this man's life has been changed, and so I'm going to set him free. Set him free to live and to love once again. Here's another story of redemption. It's your story, and it's my story. You and I were caught in sin and left to die. When this happened, we followed the ways of the world. In fact, all of us lived this life, and we were objects of God's wrath because of our sinful nature. But God, who is rich in love, demonstrated his mercy for you and for me. And he sent his son Jesus into the world to save us, to buy us back, to redeem us, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood and his innocent sufferings and death. That we might be his own, to live with him in his kingdom, and to serve him throughout all our days. He raised us up and made us alive with Christ. It is by grace you have been saved through faith. Not anything that you have done. We are now His, recreated in Christ Jesus to do the good works that He had planned in advance for us to do. You have been redeemed. In the story of Les Mis, Jean Valjean, his life was truly changed. There are events later in the story that prove that fact. He goes to a new community, he starts a business and employs hundreds of people to work for him so that they can buy food and have lodging to live. Later there's a woman whose life is turned upside down. She can do nothing but sell herself to the sailors so that she can buy food for her daughter. And when she's on her deathbed, Jean Valjean is there and she says, will you take my daughter and care for her? And he promises that he will. And he did. Another man who was caught under a cart 
His life was on the line. Jean Valjean, who was a very strong man because he had served in the prison, lifted the cart off of the man, which only a handful of men could have done, revealing who he was. And yet he got away again. Another man was thought to be Jean Valjean and was taken to the court. They were going to sentence him for a lifetime in prison and Jean Valjean says, no, he's not the man. I am the man. I am the man. Knowing that he could give up everything in his new life. His life was changed. Don't forget don't ever forget, God has made you into a new person. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, you no longer belong to evil. With the blood of Jesus, he has bought your soul. He has ransomed you from fear and hatred, and not with gold or silver, but with his own precious blood and with his death on the cross. To live and to love as he has created you to do. And to that, all God's people can say, Amen. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer, and all God's people said, Amen.